In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In today's Gospel, the Church has us consider two betrayals of our Lord. And they're betrayals that are, are both foreseen by Jesus. First, at the Last Supper, Jesus predicts that Judas will betray him. And this betrayal, of course, will lead to his crucifixion and death. Truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. St. John describes Jesus as being troubled in spirit before saying this prediction of Judas's betrayal. And then later on in the same passage, Jesus says this, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow afterward. Peter responds, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the cock will not crow till you have denied me three times. So the passion of our Lord is is uh, mixed in with these with these two acts of betrayal by people who were so close to him. Both Peter and Judas were members of the twelve apostles, the closest disciples of our Lord, his closest collaborators, especially picked by him to to have a special mission. And they both betray him. And we can learn a, a lesson from these betrayals. First of all, in how they end up. Judas responds to his betrayal with despair, and he ends up killing himself. He doesn't turn to our Lord for mercy. He doesn't believe in God's forgiveness. He despairs over his own sinfulness. Peter, on the other hand, after his betrayal, he sees our Lord look at him, and he weeps. He weeps bitter tears of repentance. But he sticks around and he meets our Lord again. And those tears of repentance turn into conversion and joy as Jesus gives him a second chance to continue in his vocation. So important for us. We will all betray our Lord. We all do betray our Lord. Every sin is a betrayal of our Lord. And we should respond to our sinfulness, our betrayal, like Peter, to turn to our Lord mercy, not to give up, not to despair, like Judas, not ever to despair of, of our vocation, of God's love for us, of his confidence in us. Saints and theologians distinguish between our Lord's moral sufferings and his physical sufferings. And a number of them make the point that our Lord's moral sufferings are greater than his physical sufferings, that it's harder for our Lord to suffer the neglect uh, the disrespect, the the shame that he has to go through than it is for him to suffer the physical pain. And I think these betrayals must be, in a special way, particularly diff- difficult for our Lord to undergo. Because our Lord knew Judas and he knew Peter personally. He knew them as friends. So their betrayal must have stung him in a particularly acute way. That this really smarted, this really hurt 
when they let him down in this way, when they turned on him in this way. And Lord, you said to all of us, I have called you my friends. So help us too to take our sins very personally, to realize that that they hurt you in this way. They are a disappointment to you. In our sins, we return Jesus' affection, Jesus' love, with coldness, with indifference, with ill will. And as we approach Good Friday and Holy Thursday, we see how much Jesus does to suffer and atone for our sins. Let's take it very personally that he's not there just for the sins of the world in general. He's not there suffering just for original sin. But he's suffering in a particular way for my sins and for your sins. And like Peter, our response should be to ask him for mercy. Lord, have mercy. And and perhaps even to weep, to weep tears of repentance. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.